Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on what time you're listening to this. Why do I say afternoon before morning? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what time you listen to this. My name is Tori and you are tuned into No Phone Thursday. Um, I don't really have much to talk about today, to be fair. I'm hella tired. I'm hella, hella, hella tired. Um, I have been falling asleep during the day the past three days i literally just fell asleep about an hour ago and i had to like well i just woke up you know i mean i think it was like 10 minutes i fell asleep meaning i'm very tired um but yeah back to my point i don't really have much well i don't have anything to talk about to be fair um and then i say that and then i end up babbling on for like 30 minutes right so clearly that's probably an oxymoron (laughs) at that at this point um yeah so why am i tired let's just talk about why i'm tired so um as you may or may not know i have an exhibition in april it's going to be the 9th and 10th of april it's going to be in catford uh i might do uh well follow me on instagram at just one tory j-u-s-t the number one t-o-r-i you know what in fact follow at black and south um you know it's it is what it is b-l-a-c-k-i-n-s-o-u-t-h at Black and Stuff on Instagram. Basically, that is a project I'm doing and have been doing since uh, maybe like end of Jan till now. And it's going to be an exhibition. It's going to be in Catford, SE6, zoop, zoop, zoop. And um, yeah, that's what I've been focused on this past week. I say this past week, but it's been since... Well, we had open weekend, right? Um, Open studios, which basically... You open your studio and people can come in and have a chat and chill. Sometimes there's workshops, sometimes there's things to do, blah, 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 blah. So my weekend was taking portraits of black people that uh, were in the area. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit. So for those that don't know, um, I'm a multi-potentialite. Well, yeah, I'm a multi-potentialite. I'm a multiversed uh, creative being. And currently I'm working on my first ever project. Um, that's independent. That's all me from my brain, from my mind. Um, no one isn't paying me to do it. No one hasn't asked me to. Do you know what I mean? Like it's all, it's all from me. And uh, for the longest time, at least five years, maybe four years, maybe five years. I don't ever know. For the longest time, I've wanted to actually just do my own thing, and I never really knew how to go about it. Um, so I kind of just continued on what I was doing, you know, offering my services and getting paid for my services, which is pretty cool. Um, I still get to create, you know, work for people, but obviously with their, with their, um, you know, ideals or whatever it is they need to get done, which is still good. It's still interesting. It's still fun for me to do because I get to kind of put my skills into practice and I get to create things I've never created before, which is really dope. But then I always had this feeling of like, I'm not saying anything with my, with my, with my talent, with my skills. Like, what am I saying? I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm not, and that's not to say that everything you do, you must say something, you must have a stand, you must have a, do you know what I mean? But I really felt like, you know, similar to my podcast, I've got things to say and I'm like, I wonder if there's a creative way for me to do this, to portray this, to put this out in the world other than me just talking or having a video on YouTube, you know, like, an interesting way to do it. And I used to overthink the whole process. I mean, I still do now. So anyways, fast forward to now. Um, I have planned for 2022. When 2022, right? Yeah. I planned for 2022 to just be traveling. I had no idea how I was going to do it, but I was like, you know, the end of 2021, 
wasn't necessarily the greatest. You know, a lot of things just were coming to the halt, was coming to a halt for me in terms of work-wise, because I just wasn't interested in working for other people. You know, I just wasn't, I had no, my passion felt like it was like withering away. Anyway, my friend, two of my friends sent me this post on Instagram and it was basically um, connecting creatives with open spaces, with with, uh, with uh, empty shops, right? So I was going to apply for it and then I was like, mm, I'm not really doing Tory Lens, aka my business, how I was in it before. So maybe I shouldn't reply, apply for it. Also, I want to travel. So maybe I shouldn't because I'm going to be, you know, stuck, not stuck here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to like commit to this for, you know, a level of time. Anyways, fast forward to November the 13th, I ruptured my Achilles and this was the second time I'd done it. And again, for the second time, it literally changed my whole trajectory, like everything that was happening. And the first time it took a while for me to realise, you know, what was happening or maybe come to some sort of, you know, understanding because we always want to understand things, right? So this time I kind of felt like, all right, cool, let me just apply for this thing. Um, It's here. I'll apply for it and I'll apply for it as me. So not as Tory Lens, but as Tory Taiwo. Yeah, like as me, as all the elements that I am, right? That is choreographer, that is creative director, photographer, um, you know, script writer, uh, teacher, uh, guide. Um, what else do I do? Like painter, seamstress, um, customizer, um, do you know what I mean? Like this, I can't even, there's so many things I can't even think, right? And I just thought I'm going to put that all into a project. Um, and that will be my application because in application, they ask you what you, um, what you're going to be doing in a space and how you use the space and also why it's important to have the space. And for me, it was like, you know, it'll be the first time in my life I've ever had, ever had a space that was big enough for me to like, um, to expand my my dream, my thinking, you know, like as much as people say, you know, certain things, if you are in a, for most of us, where you are physically kind of limits how you think you have to almost train yourself, not almost, you have to train yourself to think bigger, but then also act bigger and be bigger and go for bigger. You have to train yourself, to, otherwise you won't because you just, you're just in your four walls, right? All of us that know, you know, that went through the whole lockdown thing. Yeah. Like we know how confining it can be to live it to be in four walls, you know. So anyway, um, I applied for this. I decided. I said I want to do a project, um, and I, you know, I want to do a project on um a visual study on being black in South London, and I want to do an exhibition because I've never done an exhibition before. I've never ex. I'm gonna get an emotional. I'm getting emotional. I've never done an exhibition before. Um, I was featured in my first exhibition last year, which is incredible um never knew some how many people supported me like honestly the love was crazy I oh, I didn't even understand like I didn't even yo like ah I'm not gonna cry it it was mad you know and it was the first time I'd ever been again paid to do take a photograph of what I want to photograph I had no parameters it was like you know it's a self-portrait do what you like you know, and so I, I went out of my comfort zone and I took a picture of myself in black and white and I um, projected it on, I projected some words on my face, you know, and um, the words on my face said, we are everything. And it was a nod to black women, not even a nod, a whole, you know, 
dedication to black women because we are everything. It all started with us, you know. We we are the start. We are it. We are, you know, period. Um, and so, yeah, that was like kind of like my first taste of like doing something and exploring and actually being like, actually, you know, I don't lose anything by trying something different, you know? Um, and then I took two images. It took me so long to take that picture as well. I took two images, one of my, me looking up and one of me, my head slightly down. And then I flipped it in Photoshop. So there's like a, it's two images. So there's a top and a bottom, almost like a mirror, like a mirror in the middle of the image. And then at the top is one image at the bottom is another image. So no matter what way you hang it, it is, do you know what I mean? It's the right way. Um, as I'm saying, I might do some, I might do some dope stuff with that, you know. I'm actually thinking of concepts I, I can use now. Um, so anyway, so I did that. And then um, after doing that, I was like, no, I need to do my own exhibition. Like, what the heck? How have I never done this before? And don't get me wrong. I've had ideas for exhibitions. I've never really had the, like, I don't know, rumble in my belly to, like, do it. And, like, I've had multiple ideas in different places. And I'm just like, mm what would it be on? Why would I be doing it? Like, what's the point? You know, like, what, what am I trying to say? Like, what am I doing? Am I just doing it to do, you know? And with me, there needs to be a reason. There needs to be a why. It needs to be strong. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like emotional or anything, but it needs to be strong. And as you guys know, I've recently come into what I believe is my, my, um, my mission in life. Um, is to you know elevate and celebrate um the young Tory, the seven-year-old Tory that was, you know, called, you know, you know, the black sheep of the family or whatever. Like to celebrate her and also to be an example to other black women, girls, you know, um, and by default, black people, um, that we can be, you know, that you can be, that you can actually be all the things you are. Or you can be one of the things you are. Like, there is no, this is the right way to be. And then also, there isn't any, any one way to be black. By you doing what you're doing, by you being who you are, you are being black, you know? Like, a lot of the times, you know, there's the, even when I am when I grew up and stuff, like, you know, you know, there was a lot of things my mum, you know, sent us to do. We went to camp, we went to, we went to swim, we went to all these things that, to me, were normal. Just learning them, you kind of you kind of aware that you may you're maybe one or two of the black people in in the space, but throughout life you're pretty much that's pretty much a norm, you know. Um, it's only certain places you know that you that you know that you're going to be the majority and not the minority, right? So it didn't really phase me that much when I think about it. Obviously, there's certain moments where you're like, oh my god, this is crazy. Like going to camp with how many hundreds of kids and there's only like two black people, me and my sister. Do you know what I mean? It's like wild. But other than that, other moments where the ratios were a bit off because it wasn't like a thousand people, you might be like eight of us swimming and then maybe like two black people, me and another girl or, you know, me and another boy or whatever. But it didn't feel off, right? Anyway, so then fast forward to college and I get to college and I'm talking to my friends who are, you know, black, they're from Peckham, they're from Campbell, they're from wherever. And we're, we're doing activities from the youth club and we're doing stuff. And, you know, majority of the stuff that we did, and we're talking, I must have been 16, 17, no, 17 them times. Yeah, about 17 them times. We're going on, you know, trips and stuff and going away and it's all great. And majority of the stuff we'd done or we did or we went and did, I'd, I had already done it. I'd done. And all of my friends, because majority of us are black, um, were like, how have you already... <laughs> 
You've done archery, Tori. Yeah. You've done canoeing. Yeah. You've done ab- abseiling. Yeah. Like, it was just like, what? Oh, what? You can swim. Yeah. Like, the things like, oh, black people don't do that. Black people don't know how to swim. Black people don't do archery. Black people don't, you know, abseil off the side of a building. Black- well, yes, they do, actually, because I'm black. I'm a person. And I've done it. And I'm doing it. Therefore, black people do do these things. You know, we automatically limit ourselves just because of our surroundings, right? And that's one thing I wrote my mum for because all the things she never got to do, she was like, you're going to go and do it. Even if we didn't want to go to the school trip or whatever, you're going to go. You know, unless you had a really, really good reason why you didn't want to go, you're going to go, you're going to experience it. And majority of the time, there was not good enough reason for us not to go, you know? Um, And I rate that because I think it allowed me, not I think, it allowed me to become well-rounded as a person um it allowed me to see myself in places that maybe I had never seen myself before because I am doing it you know and majority of the time I was definitely either mid or the top with whatever I was doing you know it wasn't like oh I'm super athletic I'm no I was just like I like to, I like to get it right. You know, that's a good thing and a bad thing. I want to get it right. So if we're doing archery, I want to get, do you know what I mean? I don't want to be bottom. I don't want to be last. I don't want to be all these things, right? So I want to be great at it. You know, I want to show me how to canoe so I can do it. Show me how to row so I can do it properly. So I can, do you know what I mean? Like, and then once you do it, once you learn the skills, you can have fun with it. So for me, I was always, you know, decent at the things I did, you know, no matter what they were, you know, seen as non-black or whatever. Um, and I, and I, and I'm talking about it now, I'm realizing that's translated into my life because I would then see something that someone was doing and be like, I can do that. Like literally I can do that. And not even in a cocky way. I remember the first time I really saw like graffiti as in like people doing like graffiti, not just like the mad tagging on the wall, but like actual graffiti art. I was like, I can do that. That's the first thing I thought, I can do that. You know, seeing someone like make clothes. Like it's not, it wasn't enough to see the clothes. It wasn't enough to see the graffiti. It was like seeing someone do it and be like, I can do that. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes even seeing an end product of like, I don't know, a customized trainer and be like, I can do that. And I would reverse engineer it in my head and then try it. And then here we are. You know, I would, I would figure out how to do it. You know, uh, my aunt recently told me, she said, I think you're an engineer. I think you're an engineer, you know, Tori. I said, mm, probably, I definitely, probably, I definitely have engineer traits and who knows in the next 20, 30 years, I might be doing engineering in some capacity. Who knows? But I definitely know for sure um, that there aren't any limitations, right? And then you grow up, you, you, um, you you surround you start to talk to people like my friends you know black people don't do that black people don't do this and it's not you know their fault but that's their reality that's what they know and it kind of penetrates you without you knowing I could talk I could talk, I can only talk to myself it penetrated me without me knowing right so now I'm here and I'm limiting myself subconsciously right and I'm aware you know then I realize I'm doing things and I kind of break out of it and every so often every like three four years I kind of like oh, break out of this because. When I'm limiting myself subconsciously, eventually it becomes conscious and eventually I feel like I can't breathe. I eventually feel like I'm dying, I'm suffocating, I need to get out because I've chose one thing over the other or chose what people expect me to do or what people want me to do or what the world X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. You know, story goes on. Um, and then I it comes to my conscious mind 
you know? And then I'm like, no, I need to get out because what is this? Why are you doing this, Tori? Like, what the hell? Like, why are you suppressing? Why are you holding back? Why are you, you know, you know, not doing things that you, that you find interesting? Forget being good at them. Forget making money. Like, Things that interest you, like I'm an inquisitive person. I'm getting emotional. I'm an inquisitive person by nature, you know, but just, I don't know if that, where that came from, whatever, but I'm an inquisitive person. I want to just, I just want to know how does that work? What is that? What's the origins of that? And I think that's also what makes me a good um, uh, interviewer, interviewer, interview person. Um, or when I talk to people, people are like, oh my God, you're really, because I just want to know, like, oh, you do, you work in finance. What does that mean? What does that mean that you work in finance? Oh my God, you work for a blah, 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 blah company. Oh, what do you do there? Okay. So what, what is that? That's why I'm always like, what exactly do you do? Like when people ask me, I'm like, what do you do? And I don't mean like, oh, what do you do for work? I mean like, what's your role? Like, what do you, what's your, you know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Like actually do, um, and I think for me, that's what makes me, me for one, but also makes me good at multiple things because I'm genuinely interested in things. Doesn't even matter. Like I love architecture, you know, um, I love interior design. Um, I love aspects of um, autonomy. Um, there's so many things people just don't even know, right? Um, and I try and I do it, I'm like, boom. And that brings us all the way to here. So, you know, ruptured my Achilles, you know, applied for this um, this space in Catford, um, got the space. And as you guys already know, there's probably like two weeks prior or at least two or three um, podcast episodes before this one where I talk about the space and all the dramas and blah, blah, blah. It's a lot better now. You know, there's a lot of flow of conversation. You know, we're able to communicate and kind of get what we need to get done in the space. So it's been super enjoyable, super fun. The past week has been like, the best from like last week, I think I was just about to do my open studios. So we did open studio on the weekend. Um, that was great. Spoke to a lot of people. I love to talk as you guys know. And, um, yeah. And then I went into doing interviews for black and South. So black and South is, I think I said it already, but in case I didn't black and South is a visual study of being black in South London. And it's going to be an exhibition, right? And the 9th and 10th of April. I think I said it already, but just in case I didn't. So um, I've got like a couple of weeks, well, two and a half weeks left now of interviews. So people signed up, I chat to them, we have an audio interview um, and then I take their portrait and um, yeah, we just, you know, have a chat and I just hear what they have to say about being black in South London. And one thing I realised is like, there isn't any like, there isn't, any one narrative you know as I've as I've explained um but the more I've spoken to I think six or maybe eight people so far something like that and everyone has a slightly different view on things which I think is awesome I love the fact that it isn't just like a blanket like when I ask a question there isn't like a blanket answer which is which I thought, you know, certain things I thought, oh yeah, cool. This is what we think, or this is what I think. So, and it makes sense, but it wasn't. And that's quite ignorant of me, but that again, having open-ended questions and asking people, you know, like, what's your experience of this? And they're like, what do you mean? Negative or positive? I'm like, whatever. Like, what's the first thing that came to your brain? What's the first thing, you know what I mean? So we, and then you talk and you have these, you know, these discoveries and even having asked these questions to people and people having to go back and actually ask their parents. So one of the questions I asked was, um, 
do you know your heritage? You know how you ended up in South London? You know, people are like, oh, no, married. I'm like, yeah, but how did you end up living, being, working, whatever in South London? How did you end up here? Um, and some people didn't even know. And uh, same with me. There's things I didn't know about my mum until I just randomly asked. I was like, mum, what did you want to be when you were younger? And she's like, I wanted to be a doctor. I was like, what? Never even knew that. Makes sense though. Definitely makes sense, but never even knew that. So often, more often than not, we don't even ask the question, how did you end up living in East London, North London, West London, wherever you live or wherever you, you know, your first home was, how did you end up there? Do you even know? Like, do you even know your parents' history? And I guarantee you, if you are in contact with your parents or anything like that, ask them, ask them how they met, where they met, how you became, you know, you, and then how you end up in your first house. House. If you don't know, actually ask them and like really, because parents often give vague answers. Like, oh, I met your mum, you know, whatever, was in uni and we, you know, we end up in, you know, in, in Lucian. All right, cool. But you don't know the story, story. So a lot of people haven't actually, some people didn't actually know, like didn't actually know the origin, which I think was so amazing because they were like, I asked my mum and I, and I, I I heard stories I've never heard before. So it was so awesome to hear like people's like heritage. They're like, you know, their lineage, like to them being them. Um, and I'm sure it's going to open up a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, and then hearing people's backgrounds, you know, where they, where their parents come from, you know, the fact that we're, we're so much more exposed to the wind rush generation, the wind rush, you know, the fact that that even happened, you know, that's becoming a lot more exposed now. So people are, you know, learning a lot more. Um, so it's, it's dope, but, this this whole process, and again, like I said, I'm like half a week in. I've got some interviews on Saturday and Sunday, which are like my most intense days. There's like five interviews on one day, which which is wild. Um, but yeah, I've literally really um, I've learned a lot. Um, I've learned a lot about like how I see the world and how you know the world is kind of like or the media, if you like, has kind of molded how I say think how I see things. Um. And hearing other people's opinions has been like, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm, never thought of that. Or, hmm, okay, yeah, cool. That that actually makes sense. Do you know what I mean? So it's been great. And I just feel like by the end of this three weeks, yeah, I'm going to, like, oh, I feel like I'm going to be a completely different person. And it's been so beautiful to conversate with my people about my people. You know, there's no agenda. There's no like, oh, there's no like, oh, we need to do better. We need to, it just, we're just chatting. Um, and yes, we're black, but the fact that we're all from South, specifically Lewisham Borough or connected to Lewisham Borough in, in some way, um, there's another level of like connectivity. And I didn't re, I didn't realize how deep it goes. I swear to you, I didn't realize how deep it goes. Like to feel like or to know you belong, yo, do you know how powerful that is? It's so powerful. And it just, I don't know, it kind of, um, you have a sense of um, um, confidence. You have a sense of, yeah, man, this is, this is me, you know, positives or negatives or whatever, or just the, what, what it is. Like, it's so, it's so mad, like, and talking to people, and again, like I told you, it hasn't been that long, but talking to people has made me feel like, I'm so proud to be from South London, like, I'm proper proud, like, yeah, man, like, I love it, you know, I loved it anyway, but it's like, yeah, like, it was like, 
it's been quite affirming for me. Um, and yeah, it's it's been really interesting. But as I told you, like from last weekend till, till today, it's literally been, oh my God, like a madness. Like basically from last week, Friday till today, which is what, almost a week, a week and a bit actually. Um, no, almost a week. Oh, maybe a week? I don't know. Thursday, Friday to Thursday, seven days. Yeah, so it's been a week. I've been nonstop on the go. And obviously, as you know, Thursday's my day of, of rest, <laughs> if you like. So, um, 444, repeating numbers. I always see repeat numbers as well. It's 444 right now on Thursday, the 17th of February. And um, I'm, I see repeat numbers everywhere I go. Just goes to show that I'm actually doing what I need to be doing. Signs and signals all over the place. Um, but yeah, Thursday's my day of rest. And so I, my body now realised I'm tired. I knew I was tired before, but it's like, okay, Taurus, you need to rest. Um, so I don't know if the energy has been high or low. I don't know, but, uh, that's my update. That's my update. Um, there's other things I want to talk about, but I want to talk about them when I'm not so tired and I can really like sit and chat and really, you know, get what I need to say out of my brain and out of my mouth. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Um, I need to shout out to Gemma. That sent me your voice note via via anchor. You're a G. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you, girl. Um, and also Times that sent me one as well a couple of weeks back. Um, I think I did mention it, but shouts to you. Um, the voice note thing is kind of it's kind of sick still. Like I think it's dope. And you can actually add them to your episodes, which I think is amazing. Um my friend recently asked me, this is super random, but I think it makes sense. My friend recently asked me about podcasts and how to start a podcast. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, highly recommend it highly 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 recommend it it's super easy if you do it via anchor um yeah my friend told me about it he's a g um so really like um do it via anchor it's super easy and it's free and if you're someone who's into videoing as well you can video it and then people can either watch it or they can listen to it and it just you don't have to do anything it goes out to platforms absolutely automatically you just sign up and you're good to go. It's literally like 20 minutes max, I would say, um, of creating stuff or whatever. And then you just quit record and go. I've recorded, I think, almost every single episode on my phone. Um, and I, th- I still think the audio is pretty decent, you know. And um, I do take it off my off the... So I record them on my phone via the Anchor app, right? And then I take it because it goes into a library. I download it from the library. I add my little music and all that, all that good stuff. And then I put it back on the Anchor app on my desktop. And then I, you know, send it out to the world. You don't have to do that. You can actually edit the whole thing on your phone. So you can record it by the Anchor app. You can edit by the Anchor app. You can add music from Spotify into your episodes. Did you even know that? Wild. You can actually add music that you that you like, that's in your 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 playlist or whatever. You can actually add them in. And they also have a library that I like. I sound like I'm being sponsored, isn't it? But I just wanted to let you know, guys, how easy it is. Like, there's a library of, like, music you can use for your intro, your outro. It automatically does the fade-in for you. Like, it, you can add, like, little sections in your... Like, there's, you know, sound effects and, like... It's so cool, man. It's actually so, so cool. So if you're someone who wants to start a podcast or do a podcast um and you're not really sure what you want to do you haven't got any equipment i highly 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 recommend using anchor it's so easy even me that has mics and this and edits and all that kind of stuff this is just so much easier to do it's so much easier to do do it this way um so i highly recommend it and i think that's the end of my 
of my um of the episode this week um if you are around and you want to get involved in uh black and south if you are from south london specifically lucian borough that's what i'm starting with and you're listening um holler at me at black and south maybe not holler at me because i don't have anything currently but if you go at black and south on instagram there'll be stuff on there i'm trying to update regularly but i'm getting like lost in the source um but yeah if you go on there there'll be updates and stuff on there you can find out how to get involved as well as once i release the dates officially you can you know reserve tickets and all that good stuff um yeah man oh you guys have been awesome <laughs> i feel like i actually spoke to someone today that's really wild uh, you guys have been awesome thank you for your time thank you for your ears and we'll hear from you next week bye